Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Wowfar, the podcast for anyone who has ever experienced the softly spoken yet sadistic voice in their head whispering, you can't run, or for those who are as confused by spikes as they are split times. Here you'll find the advice and action points you need to build up your confidence and your endurance, so whatever your starting point and whatever your goal, you can go well far. Today, we're talking about one of the most crucial bits of kit for female runners, the sports bra. Many of you listening in will probably have experienced the pain and discomfort of wearing an ill-fitting sports bra. But did you know that running in the wrong size sports bra shortens your stride and you could add an extra mile to your next marathon? Whether you refer to your bra as a rocket launcher repressor, a nipple net or a mammary muzzler, it's time to give some airtime to this essential piece of kit. Do check the show notes now if you want to know more about what's coming up. Before I get into that, I just want to share some news you can use. New data from a survey conducted by ASICS, the performance sports brand, has revealed that British women aged 35 to 44 run the longest average distance per month at just shy of 15 miles. That's over a mile longer than men. Go us women! They also found that the average British runner runs 9.24 miles a month. That's equivalent to the distance of over four marathons in a year. So if you've always wanted to run a marathon, but a race scares you, well, just run 9.24 miles a month and you would have done four in a year. They also have a snazzy tool online that lets you put in your weekly distance to show you how far you could run in a year. I did mine and I could run to Orleans. Not New Orleans in America, Orleans in France. You can give it a go for yourself on ASICS.com. Okay, let's get on with this week's show. Today, I welcome to the studio Mary Thomas, who has tested sports bra products her entire professional life. She is passionate about supporting women so that they are empowered to achieve their goals as she believes that ill-fitting sports bras are adding to the gender play gap. Let's discuss. Welcome to the studio. What an intro. That was amazing. (laughs) Can we start at the beginning? Because... I think it's really interesting that despite the global sports bra market being worth a staggering 10 billion, that so many women are still wearing the wrong size bras. Not only this, but complaining about their bras as well. It's it's so amazing to think that there are so many women out there complaining about their sports bras and that they haven't found their ultimate sports bra. We've sent a man to the moon, but yet we still haven't designed the perfect sports bra, according to most women. So it's just insane that there's not more attention on this subject. And so how did you get into being a sports bra tester and specialist? 
Yeah, so it's it's crazy because a lot of people don't think that this is an actual job. Uh, I wouldn't have if you'd have told me. <laughs> so yeah, as soon as I finished my degree at Loughborough University, I was fortunate enough to get a research position in the lab at the Institute. And I was testing the performance of sports bras in a lab for a number of the top brands in the world. And what this involved is that women would need to run on a treadmill or do some kind of dynamic movements while wearing the bra, while placing some 3D motion markers on them. And therefore, we could then measure the movement of your boobs during motion while wearing those specific sports bras. Wow. (laughs) And what degree did you do? I did sports technology. Okay. So you've always had that interest yes. in the products that go I, with sport. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that I was going to fall into sports bras specifically. I knew that I wanted to test sports products. And then being a sports keen sportswoman myself, I play hockey all, all my life pretty much and for the university. Um, but it wasn't until I got this job that I started paying a lot more attention to them because I was running a lot more because I would be running down the road in my spare time and hover my hands above my chest. And I would be mortified by how much motion I was completely oblivious to, uh, even though I was wearing what I thought at the time was a good sports bra. That motion. So um, I was doing a bit of research before the show and I found it really interesting because, as you've just mentioned, as women, we notice that our boobs like go up and down. Mm -hmm. But actually, that's not the only motion they do, is it? Correct. They move in actually like... um, kind of a sideways figure of eight. So not only up and down, but side to side and even in and out, believe it or not. In and out? Yeah. (laughs) So like like that? Yeah. (laughs) Guys, you can't see what what action I'm doing, but I'm sure going in and out in front of your chest, you'll be able able to work it out. And so when brands are designing these bras, was it the fact that they'd already designed the bra and then they came to you for testing and then you were realising that actually they just weren't helping with all those movements? Mm. Well, I was actually surprised to find out at the time that most sports brands didn't test their their sports bras before they released them. I assumed that everybody did this because it was an important and essential piece of of gear for for women. Mm. It's just as important as finding the right pair of shoes for a run. And yet only a few people were coming to us and they were kind of, you know, the big brands and just being absolutely shocked that obviously this wasn't something that people did on a regular basis. And it just worries me that people are buying sports bras now from brands that aren't necessarily sports specific, you know, high street brands, and then maybe buying ones that just look good and just, you know, they might be buying ones that are detrimental to their bodies. So it's important that we buy a sports bra that actually works for us as well. Can we talk about actually what the breast is made up of and why a sports bra is important? Because I was really shocked to discover that actually your breast is just fat and tissue and it's just on top of the muscle, isn't it? Yeah, you have no muscle in your in your right. in your breast, so that's why you can't really you can't tense it, you can't make it stop wobbling. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we rely on sports bras, and it's actually the Cooper's ligament. That's the important thing that you want to protect in in the breast because that can stretch, and you know after repetitive motion and kind of extreme motion, it can it, it can elongate and not only be uncomfortable, but um, it will cause permanent elongation and therefore sagging. So that's oh. why we have to look after the breast. Right. And obviously that is so important for runners because you are doing so much repetitive movement. Absolutely. Like you wouldn't put up with a pair of shoes that give you blisters or, or you know, or cause you discomfort or don't uh, allow you to perform at your optimum uh, ability. So please take the same kind of care with your sports bra. God, it's so funny that you say that because I am so guilty of like putting up with bras that rub a bit 
or like maybe chafe or just slightly pinch and we do just get on with it don't we we just think oh that's a bit annoying and then you just carry on and normally it's normally because you've paid the money yeah so you're like oh i'm just gonna put up with this yeah yeah and it's it's something that we just should if we can that's my goal anyway is to i would like to help more women identify the signs of an ill-fitting bra or a poor-performing bra, you know, even as early as in the changing room, so that they know whether this bra is going to work for them or not, and just giving women the tools that they need to ensure that they're buying the right sports bra for them. Let's talk about that then. So you're in the changing room. How do you know where to start with, like, sports bras? Where What should be the first thing which informs your decision of what product to go for so i would first start with what activity are you looking to use the sports bra for so whether it's for running for the gym for yoga you kind of have different things that you need to look out for in a sports bra so for me i if i was to buy a running sports bra i would recommend trying to look for one that is made of fabric that is as non-stretch as possible so something that is very rigid and for example the um high impact bra that I've designed in Mary is completely non-stretch in the front even on the shoulder straps but around the back uh, it has some mesh panels which are quite stretchy and a little bit of adjustment on the shoulder straps which are also a little bit stretchy so that basically your rib cage can breathe can ex- you know can expand and your sports bra will expand with it however you get all the support that you need in the front because that's what you need it and that's where it's crucial and for example if you wanted to wear your bra for yoga and you might be on the floor quite a lot, you might be looking for something that's a bit more stretchy, wants to twist and turn with you, but also has very few pressure points on the back because I'm assuming you'll be on the floor quite a lot, so you don't want something that's digging into you. But also at the same time, if you're going to be doing a lot of downward dogs, you want to make sure that your boobs aren't in your face. (laughs) It's so interesting that you just said about things digging into you because I'd never thought about that until one day it was like, I had this like light bulb moment and it was with my leggings. And so I used to get like one pair of leggings wear them for everything and classically like running leggings have like zip pockets on the back and that type of thing and then I'd wear them to classes um, or even in the gym and be doing floor work and I'd be like oh my god what's that digging in right yeah yeah and then it was because I had like design things on my kit which weren't meant that's right for that activity exactly so you might have you know two or three different different types of sports bra in your wardrobe depending on what you're going to use it for that activity and uh, yeah that'll be better suited for each activity that you want to do and do certain cup sizes require different types of bras so women of different sizes have different uh, needs and even within those sizes people can have different opinions so for example there are women out there who'd like to wear their sports bras tighter some Mm. that would like to wear them a little bit looser but the tendency seems to be that women with larger breasts and because you know they are you know, heavier to carry, will want something like a better pressure distribution over the shoulder, so maybe a wider strap. And sometimes they maybe look for an underwire just to kind of help them with the support as well and just looking for more rigid fabric to, hold the, to help them hold the weight. As somebody who had quite a small chest in my <laughs> 20s, so only filled out slightly in my 30s, I never used to look for any of those things when I was buying a sports bra. I basically just used to wear like yoga bralettes running. Yeah, you were, you were not alone. I've heard a lot of people, I've, heard, I've had some people come to me saying they haven't even bothered to wear sports bras yet. And it's just like, everybody needs support. Please get something. I was going to say that. Is it just as important for, say, like somebody with like a 32A cup to somebody with like a 36D? 
to be wearing natural sports bra. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and and just to kind of explain a little bit further about that. So mainly sports bras come in two different categories. So there's compression sports bra, which is probably more likely uh, to be worn by smaller cup sizes. So mm-hmm. they're the ones that kind of have one fabric that come over both um, breasts and um, kind of compress the bra. And the other type is encapsulation. So you have a piece of fabric covering each breast individually and that might give you a little bit more support. I know the ones. They look more like a bit like Madonna sports yeah, bras. Suppose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's just because, I again, I got one when I was in my 20s and I didn't quite fill it out. Ah. So, so therefore it was just poking out at right. the end. <laughs> So, yeah, you kind of get categorised, um, you can kind of categorise your sports bras in those two categories, but you can have hybrids of both as well. Um, but, yeah, to just basically try and help you find the bra that's more kind of tailored for you. But the compression ones are normally ones that are more stretchy and, again, will compress you, and the encapsulation ones will probably support you a little bit better. And how do you know when you're trying them on if you're going for the right thing? Because I know, obviously, you can walk into a Marks & Spencer's and they have a fab range of activewear um, and they can give you like a bra fitting. But the majority of times when you, in, or in other shops, when you go to buy a sports bra, you buy them off the internet. Yeah. You just, you just a bit, feel a bit blind, don't you? You're just like, ooh. Absolutely. And I know, I know the problem. I have a lot of women who contact me before they buy saying, I don't quite know what I'm looking for. Please help me. Yeah. Or even what size I might be. And I try to help them as much as I can, which is why I try and provide that service over the website. And I offer also a free ebook that people can take that with them when they go shopping and see if they are following the right guidelines and if they have the right fitting bra for them. Interesting. Guys, we'll add that link to the ebook in the show notes because I'm sure that's a really handy a handy one for everyone. When it comes to the complaints of female runners, so when I was doing some researching, three seemed to really come up with regards to sports bras and that was back pain, bouncing and underboob chafing. Yes. <laughs> why do why do we women suffer from these these complaints in these areas? Absolutely. So let's start with a bounce. That's a hundred percent down to support. You need to find a good supporting sports bra. Uh, you know, one that's done by probably a, a reputable company, one that you feel comfortable in. That's going to support you in the motion in the movement that you were doing at the time. And the fact that there's research out there to suggest that up to eighty percent of women are wearing their wrong size. I'll often find that people come to me and say, "Oh." This is my size. I'm, I don't know, a 34D. Can yeah. you, can you, you know, can you send me this bra? And it's like, well, just because you might be a 34D in one place doesn't necessarily mean you'll be a 34D in another shop. Like, like your normal clothing, you could be a size 10 in one shop and a size 14 in another in another shop. Oh my god, that happens so often. Like I remember last year in a high street place, not to be named. <laughs> so I'm I'm classically normally a small to a medium and I had to buy an extra large in a dress. Oh gosh. And it was and I have no problems with what size like clothes I wear. However, it was just the simple fact of that like if I was wearing an extra large, that sizing was so far out. Um and yeah, it does make you really realise that there's no regulation, is there, on the high street between what's one size in one place and what's one size in another. Absolutely. I mean, I think people try to be as close as possible, but there's definitely going to be, you know, different sizes in different places. So it's important that we know what is a good fitting piece of clothing so yeah. that we know that we're buying the right one. You know, we should kind of apply as we do, you know, with our trousers when we buy dresses, 
Same thing when we bra shopping, so that we're looking for, you know, signs of, oh, does this fit me or not? Mm. But I suppose it does make it a little bit more difficult with sports bras because, and with bras in general, because there are two sizes we need to look at. It's the underband and the cup. So that's why it can be a little bit more difficult. And one more thing I wanted to kind of press on with that, actually, is sister sizing. And this isn't something that a lot of people know about. So, for example, if I was a 34D, and for example, if I lost a little bit of weight around my rib cage, but my boobs stayed the same, a lot of people come to me and say, oh, I now need a 32D. And it's like, well, no, that's not the case. If you go down in one of the sizes, but want to keep, for example, the cup the same, you then have to go up in the other size. So if you were a 34D and just your rib cage has gotten smaller, then you need to go 32E. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so for example, a C cup on a size 28 ribcage is not the same size of C cup on a 38 ribcage. So we just have to keep that in mind. Gosh, <laughs> I am 33 years old and I did not know that about bras. But I was just never taught. Yeah, it, I know. Like, they don't teach this in school. As you may or may not know, I'm not usually a big dairy eater. But recently... I've been trying to improve my gut health by incorporating more fermented foods into my diet. One of this season's patrons for Welfare is Yo Valley, whose new kefir product is perfect for this. Lovingly made in Somerset with all the goodness of organic British milk, it has 14 distinctive strains of lactic cultures for maximum gut flora diversity. Bit wordy, I know. But basically, it delivers billions of live, gut-friendly bacteria in every spoonful. At only £1.50 for a 350-gram pot, you can find it in all major supermarkets. Or you can find it for 75p in Sainsbury's and Co-op for a 150-gram pot. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So back pain, what's commonly going wrong for women when they're, if they're getting back pain are like, and it's related to their sports bra? Again, it's about support, but also a good fit because a lot of your support comes from your underband. And so if you have an underband, which isn't fitting you properly, so it's maybe too loose, then you don't have that support around you. And you'll know if your underband doesn't fit you, if it's too big, uh, it's because it rides up in the back. So keep an eye out for that, just in case your bra is too big for you or it's gotten old and it's a bit stretchy. So you want to make sure you have a good support around your underband because that will help with that. And also, you know, it's just such a weight to have to carry because when you're running along and maybe you step on the floor... Your your body has stopped moving at that point, stopped travelling downwards, but your boobs are still moving downwards. So if you have good support, 
then your boobs will be more likely to move with you rather than after you. <laughs> yeah. God, because we've all been there just when, like, maybe we haven't worn a sports bra or something and we've gone to do some exercise. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a danger, isn't it? You Absolutely. Can get, you can knock yourself out and you don't even have to have a massive bust. <laughs> the way I try to explain it to men is that it's like kind of when you're on your school play- playground and you still, like, run with a rucksack. And, like, if it was loose, you can't run properly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not in sync with you. Whereas if you tighten the straps, you can run. I love that. And chafing. Yes. So what causes chafing is... It can be a number, a couple of different things, but if it's you have skin on skin, so you want to try and avoid your boob kind of touching your, your skin underneath, so like your stomach. Mm. So you want to make sure that the bra is sitting very tightly, kind of in the crease between your boob and your stomach, so that there's no kind of skin on skin contact there. And you also want to make sure there's kind of no seams digging into you that's causing you discomfort, no irritation, because if you're wearing a bra that's also a little bit too big for you, then you're going to have movement between you and the bra. And you just want to make sure, again, that the fabric, they're using a good fabric, so it's kind of high wicking as well. So it's taking moisture away from your body, so that's kind of not sitting there between you and the bra. So I learned about this in one of the very first episodes of Welfare I did. Um, I had a a foot expert on called Emma Kirko-Denibi, and she was saying that one of the main causes of blisters for runners is actually because we go out and run in cotton socks and we don't invest in sports socks. Right. And then actually it's because the moisture pools in that fabric. Yep. And then it causes the friction. So it's obviously the same as sports bras. Absolutely. So that's when your yoga bra really doesn't work on a run because it's not designed, probably. Exactly, be... yeah. It's, it's designed with certain things in mind. Yeah, so interesting. I feel like we've spoken so much about fit that I might get you to check mine. Amazing. Should we do it? Let's go for it. Okay. Right, I'm going to whip off my top. <laughs> So normally, I don't invite people onto the podcast and then get (laughs) semi-naked. So I don't know whether to apologise or just to own it. I'm just going to own it. it. I'm going to own it. It's all in the name of welfare and teaching people about sports bras. Thank God this is not YouTube. (laughs) Okay. I just pulled one out the drawer this morning and I didn't give it much thought because I wanted this to be like a proper segment with integrity. Absolutely. So I haven't, I ha, I, this is just a random sports bra. Amazing. Right, so let's, we first want to measure your rib cage. So your, that's where your underband normally sits. And you are a 30 inch. Oh, okay. So yeah, you'd probably want a 30 uh, inch sports bra uh, or the underband, um, depending on, again, People can get a measurement and you'll notice these days when you uh, go shopping for a sports bra that they don't always get a tape out these days. You you put a sports bra on and they kind of judge it from there. Yeah. But the underband is a good one to start with because at least then you get a ballpark number. Because again, like like I said, people like to wear their bra sometimes a little bit tighter, a little bit looser. So that's a good place to start. But then once you put the sports bra on, you kind of go from there about how you feel in it as well. So if I was running... Do you think that, do you feel like, so I, I've noticed that I've got these podgy bits hanging over the side. Does this mean I'm wearing the wrong size? <laughs> so again, this is, can be, what you want to make sure that the cup is doing is covering your entire breast tissue. So sometimes people can bulge out the sides and that means that they are not wearing a big enough cup. And right. therefore, you know, the, the breast tissue actually comes quite far around the body. And so you want to make sure that it's, um, the cup starts far enough around to cover all of your breast tissue. 
So these bits are probably implying that it's the wrong shape. Um, it, yes, yes. I would say it, it, it doesn't always, when you, when you get a little bit of skin overhang, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's you know, too small for you. But if it's uncomfortable, then yes, it's definitely too small for you. <laughs> and how tight should they be at the front? Because I've got to say, I don't normally have a cleavage, but in this, in this bra, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm popping. <laughs> but again, you want to make sure you have um, a lot of coverage, which you, you do look like you have. You're not popping out of the top Fine. or like the side like you like like I said just now and um, if you had an encapsulation bra on you'd have a piece of fabric between the two cups and you want to make sure that that is sitting flush against your sternum and that it's not kind of away from your body okay so not great but not the worst exactly it's a compression bra so it's it's doing a job of kind of pulling it close to your body and that's ideally probably what you want from this bra amazing We've spoken so much about bras and getting it right and getting it wrong. And one of the things which I think is really interesting in your story is that you spotted that so many brands were getting it wrong and decided to do something about it. Yes. So while I was testing at Loughborough, all the brands kept coming to me and asking, oh, I want to see how much this bra stops downward motion. Or we've designed this bra so that it stops downward motion by X centimetres. And it's like, what? Why, are, why is everyone concentrating on downward motion? I didn't, it was surprising to me. So, because especially as I was running along, and again, I thought I was wearing a fairly comfortable bra, it, a fairly good bra. It wasn't causing me any kind of strain um, on my boobs. But yet, when I was placing my hands above my chest, I could still feel a lot of motion. There was a lot of boobs coming up. So I thought, well, why isn't anybody doing anything over the top? And I thought this was kind of obvious, and especially when I was going on runs. And I was like, oh, this is, there's something in this. So I went to a charity shop and bought a belt. <laughs> and I cut it into the shape to kind of nicely sit over the top of my boobs and attached it and sewed it into a bra that I already had to see if it worked. And it, it worked really well. So that's when I started on my journey with Mary and went around finding supplies, which will help me kind of make this really strange looking new bra. And again, a lot of brands think, oh, if, you know, to help people with bigger boobs have less motion, then we need to compress it more. We need better fabric. And, you know, we need, really need to squeeze in the boobs. And to a point, yes, but there's going to be a point where, you know, you don't want to suffocate the user either. Yeah. <laughs> so it's trying to solve the problem in a different way. So trying to restrict the range of motion of the boobs is what I've trying to done, which is why I've got my bras with an overband as well as an underband. So a curved pound that runs over the top to keep your boobs from coming up as well as down. <laughs> Amazing. And what sports is it aimed at? So I have two bras in my very first collection, hoping to expand as I go along. And it's the Solidarity High Impact Sports Bra, uh, which is designed for running and kind of high impact activities. And then there's the Empower Medium Impact Sports Bra, which is designed more for kind of yoga and medium impact activities. Fab. And so you're really obviously leading on this innovation where do you hope the sports bra industry is going to go? Because as somebody who's watched it going wrong and is now coming up with ways to kind of put it right, what are your big hopes for women in sports bras? Well, I love that women are very, very vocal about telling people what they want. And again, having being one of these women, I just want to be listened to sometimes. So to have now all these women coming and telling me what they don't like about their, you know, their older bras or, you know, how would they like to... Uh, see sports bras go in the future I just want to listen to women and kind of react to what they're asking for and listen to them and develop bras based on what people want and also it really um, one of the main uh, reasons I started Marry as well is because 
I've loved sport growing up and I've seen my friends um, sometimes drop off uh, from playing sports and things like that because they felt embarrassed about their chest um, or they don't feel like they're supported in the right way. And it just makes me so sad that people have been put off sport and being active because they don't have the right support and it just didn't sit right with me. Mm. How do we get it drilled into girls from a younger age? Because I do remember being like... 13 at school and going into the changing rooms and changing into my PE kit and I didn't have a sports bra I just remember having like a cotton bra and I didn't even have boobs really I don't think or I had small boobs and then wearing my t-shirt do you think it's important that we start getting kids to be wearing sports bras absolutely yeah and that we kind of we teach them from a young age about how important they are and what to look for for a good sports bra and genuinely just making it less of a taboo subject, a taboo subject. <laughs> I love that, a taboo. <laughs> so that we're all talking about it a lot more and it's not this embarrassing thing that we have to hide. So I really want to encourage kind of more women to stay or more girls to stay in sport for longer. So there was an amazing run which happened last year and is happening this year and two two runners, um, one called Bridie Gordon and one called Jada Cesar. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Oh my God, they're amazing. I love them. <laughs> and they all ran in their underwear and it was such, it seemed like such a simple concept but God, it got so many people talking. Absolutely. Um, and I just thought it was so, it was so great. Yeah, I love them. I Yeah, I think what they've done, especially for female empowerment and, you know, making these subjects less taboo it's amazing and we need more people like them to you know talk more about the mm-hmm. subject and have more open conversations and yeah i hope to be anywhere near as inspirational as them oh, <laughs> need you to be running in your sports bra absolutely um, is there anything that people should be doing to care for their sports bras yes going back to a point i said earlier is that if you have multiple sports bras for different activities. Number one, you're going to be wearing them a little bit less. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not going to wear as quickly. So that's a good one to take. Another one is never tumble dry them. They oh. have elastic in them and that's going to make them that make their uh, their properties kind of deteriorate over time. So I would try and <laughs> try not to tumble dry them. And the other one is if you haven't worn it for a particularly sweaty activity, so maybe you've worn it for a cool down or a stretching activity or maybe a yoga session where you haven't sweated that much, do you actually need to wash it? So don't wash it unnecessarily, but I'm not saying, don't not wash it if you've gone for a run. You always do need to wash your, your products, but don't wash them unnecessarily. Yeah, I think we get into a habit, don't we? We just take our clothes off and put them in the yeah. dirty linen basket, especially if they're just outside the bathroom. And actually, um, we don't always need to wash stuff. Although I'm then guilty of hanging them on the... um, We've got a towel rail in our bathroom. And my husband, we're moving into a new house soon. And he's like, I can't wait for us to have different bathrooms because I can't handle this anymore. (laughs) And I was like, what? And I looked around and there was just like five discarded outfits that I'd worn just (laughs) hanging up on there. (laughs) So I think partly I, I often leave my kit hanging on that radiator as well because I've often wrestled it off at the end of the day because god it is it's it is sometimes a bit like doing a workout mm. getting those sports bras off that dreaded sports bra wrestle yes there's something a lot of people have, have contacted me about but yeah this is definitely one thing if you struggle getting your sports bra on and off at the end of a workout or just before your workout get one with a clasp it will make your bra wider so you can get your arms into it and then you can lock yourself in after you put it on so please get one with a clasp if you struggle with that because that's funny because i've only ever looked at bras with clasps before and gone oh 
Women with excise chests need those. Right. I don't need them. But actually... If you struggle to get out of it at the end of the day, you're going to want one. <laughs> Gosh, it's so obvious. Um, one of the final things I'd like to ask you about is you touched earlier on about how important a bra is for stopping ligament damage um, and protecting our chests. How do you know when that bra needs replacing yeah so this is again something i put in my newsletter quite frequently so signs that people can apply to their whole wardrobe really not just my bras so that they know when a a bra is past its sell-by date because as we all are probably guilty of doing at one point in our lives we will hold on to a bra for too long Mm. (laughs) yes it will have birthdays sometimes yeah (laughs) so yeah if you look if you turn sideways while you're wearing a bra in a mirror and um if you look at your underband, so does it ride up when it goes towards your back? Because if it does, it's either too big for you if the bra is brand new and you're in a changing room, or it's probably maybe gotten a little bit old and therefore stretched over time. That's why you have bras with like two or three clasps on them is because then you can tighten it as your bra ages and you can make sure that you still have that support that you need. Interesting. Yeah, so that's kind of, that's the main one to keep an eye out for. If you tug your bra and it's, kind of lost the stretch that it's had because it sometimes it will have panels that are non-stretchy and so they were never designed to stretch to begin with but then if your bra does have did originally have some stretch in it but it you cannot stretch it uh, any longer then it's time to get a new bra as well okay and then anything to do with the straps as long as they are you know, still intact and they are giving you the support that you need then that's good um but again tre- Try test the stretchability of it, and if it doesn't perform as it used to when you first bought it, then it's time to replace your bra. Amazing. God, I can't believe we've just managed to have such an in-depth conversation about bras. There is so (laughs) much going on. Can we round up today's conversation with your top tips for bra shopping? Right, yes. When you're bra shopping, always treat the cup size and the underband size as two separate elements so start with the underband if you you know fi- if, try and get measured if you can because the um, underband measurement is quite easy to find out and if you are comfortable in the size that you have I would say you want to get it so that it's comfortably tight is what I normally tell people so it will stretch over time so keep that in mind but you don't want it too loose when you first buy it and you don't want it digging into you so always buy it comfortably tight and then once you have that measurement then move on to the cup you know, try going a little bit bigger than before, try going a little bit smaller than before and see uh, what you feel most comfortable in and look out for the signs to make sure you're not spilling out the top, spilling out the bottom or the sides, but you're also filling the cup. Amazing. <laughs> what great advice. I know everyone that's listening in is going to want to find out more about sports bras and follow you. So would you mind sharing your social account? Of course. Um, on Instagram, I am at Mary, so that's spelt M-A-A-R-E-E. Same as on Facebook and same as on Twitter, I believe. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you for coming in, Mary. It's been so good. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Guys, I really, really hope you enjoyed that. It was really eye-opening for me. I used to only ever think about my trainers and then, obviously, sports bras are so important. Please, please, please do keep sharing your feedback on the show. I love hearing what you've got to say. If there's any more topics you want me to cover pop them in the space where you can actually review the show just leave a note there i go on and read them all and over on instagram please do keep sharing your running journeys using hashtag welfare i'll be back next week with another guest until then have a great week
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 